Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Trevor Talks on the Angelo State University Ram Radio. Remember, you can listen live Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11 a.m. on TuneIn Radio on their website or mobile app, or you can listen anytime on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Good morning, everyone. So it is officially October 1st now. Uh, That's very exciting. This year has gone by uh, incredibly fast, yet also incredibly slow at the same time. Uh, so it's great to finally make it here to October. Um, in all seriousness, I'm actually kind of surprised that we're still be here. I thought we'd probably have uh, some COVID spikes and cases and have everyone be online and have everyone get sent home before we got to October 1st. Uh, so the fact that I'm even in here in the booth at Angelo State uh, doing this radio show today is awesome. And uh I really appreciate everyone taking it seriously and being safe and, you know, washing your hands and all that, all that other good stuff that we have to do. Um, so October 1st is a, is a pretty important day uh, for many people. It kind of signifies the start of fall officially. Um, you know, we're, we're in the, that stretch leading up to Halloween and after Halloween, we just have like a month and then it's Thanksgiving and then we've got Christmas coming up and uh, winter holidays and Kwanzaa and Hanukkah for my friends who celebrate those. And uh, so it's it's just that time of year again. And that's awesome. But there's more to October 1st than that. Uh, I did some research And uh, it turns out back in 1553, Queen Mary I of England was coronated and became the queen. Uh, In 331 BC, Alexander the Great defeated Darius III of Persia in the Battle of Gaugamela. Yosemite National Park was established back in 1890 on October the 1st. Stanford University first opened up on October 1st in 1891. And in October 1st of a long time ago, the Model T Ford was offered for sale. I think it was in 1908. I'll double check that. But uh, And it was for sale for $825 at the time. Back in 1946, on October 1st, the Nazi leaders were sentenced at the Nuremberg Trials. And in 1949, the People's Republic of China was established. In 1958, NASA was established as an official government agency. A few years later, in 1969, the Concorde airplane first reached speeds that broke the sound barrier. A few years later, in 1971, Walt Disney World opened in Florida. And just 11 years after that, they opened up their Epcot Park. And now here we are in 2020, October 1st. And it's the inaugural celebration of World Postcard Day, which is really exciting. Many of you guys know I'm a postcard enthusiast. Uh, postcards are awesome, and I encourage you guys all to enjoy them. Um, 
do something special, celebrate World Postcard today because it's it's an important holiday and it's the first one. This is going to be an annual event every year, World Postcard Day, uh, but today is the first. So we're all celebrating that. Um, so we got a lot of good stuff to talk about on the show today. Uh, we got some, some cool stuff to unpack. First of all, uh, we had a football game this past weekend, so it's really nice to see that college football is back being played again after all of the uh, interesting events of the summer and the spring with uh, other sports being canceled. Of course, baseball was canceled back in the spring. And actually, uh, we've got a baseball game going on tomorrow night here at Angelo State. Uh, They're going to be doing some fireworks and whatnot after the game is over. So that's really exciting. Uh, But it's just great to see that sports are back. Um, And of course, uh, Division I football has been back at it for uh, a couple weeks now. It looks like the Pac-12 is trying to get back in there after previously deciding to kind of quit and not play because of concerns, but the ACC and SEC and other conferences wanted to play anyway, so they were playing. Um, It just has me asking, like, what is up with the Big Ten? Why have they not officially decided that they want to play now? Um, Kind of bizarre, and uh, it's going to be an interesting year in the college football playoff uh, because... Since there's no no set way to get into the playoff, uh, usually that's kind of a, a bizarre situation to be in, and there's a lot of debate over the best way to figure out which teams get in there, whether it's an automatic qualification uh, or, in the case that they actually use, uh, a selection committee picks. And I think that this year, if the Big Ten decides to not play, even though other conferences are, then that is probably going to be one of the most uh, actual good reasons to have the selection committee, because when a whole conference is taken out of the picture, uh, then it needs to be left up to the pros, I guess, to figure out who the best teams are to put up in the college football playoff. Uh, So that's very exciting. Can't wait to see that going on. Um. So we had our our first and uh, currently only home game here at Angelo State University last weekend. Uh, Hopefully some more games are going to be added to the schedule. Right now it's only a four-game season, and one of the games we're playing the same team we played last week again at their stadium. Uh, So they're they're hoping to add some more games there as the Lone Star Conference figures their things out. but you know, we'll just see how it plays out. Hopefully we can get some more home games. And if not, we have baseball now. Um, so that's, that's going to be something else we can do. Uh, but all in all, it's great to see college football back. Uh, being there at the game is different, of course, due to the current uh, circumstances. They have social distancing going on in the concession lines and sitting there in the stands. Uh, on the field. Players aren't allowed to stand immediately next to each other and stuff. Uh, But I think one of the most different um, is, of course, the NCAA's ban on live mascots being on the field. Uh, So in an effort to decrease the spread of coronavirus, 
live mascots can't be on the actual field of play. They can hang out on the sidelines because they don't spread coronavirus over there on the sidelines, um, but they can't be on the actual field uh, in bounds, you know, within, within the, on the playing surface because that can cause coronavirus to spread, and we don't want to be doing that because it would it would be really unfortunate if uh, everyone had to go home and do class online uh, because our wonderful live mascot, Dominic the Third, the Ram, uh, walked onto the football field on the turf. Uh, but it was nice to see him over there on the side, on the sidelines, just hanging out in the grass. Uh, I know earlier this year, a few months ago, when the NCAA made that announcement, uh, a lot of schools were kind of upset by that because it's so important uh, with Georgia and their bulldog you know their bulldogs always down there on the on the field walking around At Texas A&M they've got Reveille she's always walking around on the field and hanging out with the Corps of Cadets and all that and uh, there's that one school with the eagle where they've got that that person the handler kind of goes down there and stands on the field with the the eagle and he the eagle kind of just hangs onto his arm or whatever. Uh, so that was, that was different, but, uh, it's, you know, a small sacrifice, uh, that we can have football games without our mascot, uh, standing on the actual field. So it's got to be 20 feet away from that. It looks like, but that's okay. Uh, so that was a good, good game. Had a little bit of a slow start. Angelo state did end up winning, which was very nice to see. Um, and then after that, they had Aaron Watson, the country singer, come on out and play, uh, some music for an hour or so after the football game was over. So that was nice. Um, it's always, it's always nice to be at concerts. This was a bit different because, uh, his stage was really far away from the stands, uh, because they needed the stage kind of takes a little while to set up. So the event coordinators here at Angelo State had to set it up like a day in advance. Uh, so they couldn't put it in the middle of the football field uh, because then that would you know, be a problem. It would take too long to set up. And then the people sitting on the other side of the stadium also wouldn't be able to see him. They couldn't put it in the end zone because they have to set it up early and they got to uh, then that would be blocking the scoreboard and they couldn't set it up in the other end zone because there was stuff back there. Uh, so they had to put it in one of the corners of the stadium really far away uh, so we could barely see Aaron Watson as he was performing. Um, but they had uh, cameras on him and all of that so we could hear him just as well and we could see him up on the Jumbotron. Uh, and all in all, it was a nice concert. Great to, great to hear him out there. Uh, personally... I have a deep appreciation for country music, uh, but I don't usually go listen to it on purpose. Uh, I do have a Spotify playlist for when I'm driving. It's called the car playlist. And so I've just got a little bit of everything kind of music in there. I've got new stuff. I've got throwbacks. I've got some classic rock in there. Uh, I've got some good country music from George Strait. And uh, now as a result of that concert, I threw a couple songs in there from Aaron Watson also, he's got some, some pretty good songs, um, very catchy, nice to hear, and uh, you know, when you're driving around, it's good to have a good variety of music being played while you're driving, uh, so I think that'll be refreshing next time 
his song comes on while I'm driving around. Uh, but overall, it was a really nice event. Great to see that college football is back. We've got high school football back now, too. Uh, 5A and 6A. This is week two of the season for 5A and 6A teams. And it's like week three or four for everything below 5A and 6A. Uh, and for all of my friends listening who aren't in Texas, that is the uh, public schools classification system. It's broken. The schools are all broken down by size. Uh, so 6As are schools with the most students, and uh, 1A, 2A, those schools are the ones with very few students, uh, and so it's it's just classified, so they play other schools um, in the same kind of level of, of people, um, student population. So it's really nice to see that high school football is back. There's nothing quite like Texas high school football anywhere. Uh, it's arguably the greatest sport of all time, uh, broadcast anywhere. And of course, with a lot of other states uh, restricting their high school footballs, people are watching Texas high school football on TV, uh, and that's really nice to see. Uh, meanwhile, I watch the live streams on Texan Live so I can watch all the high school football games I want. Um, they do a great job broadcasting that. See what's going on. High school football is always fun to watch. Um, so that was really exciting. Great to see that back out. Uh, and then, wow. So Tuesday night, a couple days ago, was the first presidential debate, which was great to see. Um, presidential debates is kind of actually how I got my start in media back in the day. Uh, so I kind of got started I was a freshman in high school, and it was 2016, and the election was coming up, and uh, I noticed that there seemed to be a lot of kind of confusion on what exactly the candidates stood for and what they wanted to do, and so I took it upon myself to watch the presidential debates on TV and kind of post information about it on my Snapchat so people got a straight, unbiased source of Kind of, ex I, I just recapped the most important things that they went over, uh, the major issues and what their stances were on each of them. Um, so it's it's pretty cool that here I am today. I've got a radio show now uh, that's also available as a podcast. So I've come a long way in four years, and it's been a wild ride. And I look forward to the next four years as well. Uh, so presidential debates are always fun for me. I enjoy watching them, listening to them, and uh, I'll probably be back at it again, posting more of the straight, unbiased information right there on my Snapchat so everyone can see the most important stuff. Um, but it looks like I, I might not really need to do that because it, it appears as though everyone was watching. Uh, from from the looks of it, there were a few kind of watch parties going on here on campus, people taking over the common rooms and the dorms and sitting there on the couches, watching the debates on the TV. Uh, people are enjoying it. kind of resembled actually a, a Super Bowl situation where people gather around the TV, bring some snacks and hang out and watch it. Socially distanced, of course. Uh, Got to be safe. We don't want to get sent home. Um and of course, I need to remind you all that all of my opinions are my own, and they don't reflect Angelo State University or the Ram Radio in any way, shape, or form. Um, 
again, I, I like to stick to clean-cut info on my Snapchat, so there shouldn't be any opinions there. But in the case that there are any, of course, just keep in mind that that only reflects me and not any of the organizations that I'm affiliated with. Um, but I definitely think that the, the debates are really interesting, and you can, you can watch these advertisements that candidates put out and uh, they kind of, you know, they attack each other in their advertisements, uh, talking about what each of them support, what they don't support. Uh, but I just think it's so much more interesting having them right there together, uh, being put on the spot for these debates. Um, and they have to react quickly and just, just go with the flow. And it's not like an advertisement where you can spend a week getting everything perfect, perfecting the sound and the exact word choice and all of that stuff. It's just, it's right there, uh, right now, instantly. Uh, so again, the, the, the debate was very interesting and I would recommend that you all go watch it, uh, whether on YouTube or any of the other, uh, networks that were there covering it. They have it on their websites, I think also, I think it should be on Netflix uh, because it was it was really interesting and kind of fun to watch. Um, so it was great to see them out there. President Trump, Vice President Biden, uh, both have very strong personalities. Uh, so they did a fair amount of arguing with each other, um, and and they were interrupting each other and kind of arguing over each point. And uh, I do think that that's kind of unprofessional of them to be interrupting each other like that. Uh, obviously, they, they agreed to let each person have two minutes. I'd like to see them have three minutes to talk on each issues because it, it kind of seemed like they were running out of time trying to get the last of what they were saying in uh, before their time ran out. So I think that three minutes, having a little bit more time to discuss each issue would be beneficial for everyone involved. Um, but yeah, they definitely should, should stop interrupting each other and, uh, personal attacks on each other is also kind of unprofessional. Uh, so it'd be nice to see them both just stick to the issues. Um, Chris Wallace from Fox news was the moderator of the debate and he looked like he was having a very interesting time out there being the moderator. Uh, there were many times where he had to kind of step in and stop President Trump and Vice President Biden from bickering with each other uh, and just going at it, uh, interrupting each other and arguing and getting off topic. And uh, so he, he must have had an interesting time. Uh, he kept having to tell Trump not to interrupt Biden and Biden not to interrupt Trump uh, to the point where Trump actually kind of joked about he was debating Chris Wallace and Joe Biden at the same time. Um, and, and that's kind of what it, it appeared to be sometimes, but that's how it is with these things. Uh, so I think most Americans already know who they're going to vote for. Um, but some are undecided. So it's, it's good to, it's good to have these debates. And even if it's not for the political value it's got some comedic value to it too. I know a lot of people, like I said, were watching it like a Super Bowl, uh, just because it's it's so it's so intense. There's a lot of again strong personalities uh, in this election, and so it's quite 
comical sometimes watching these two uh, guys debate each other. And uh, again, I think they really should put it on Netflix as a kind of like a comedy special or something. Uh, and of course, in a way that doesn't you know undermine our democracy or anything like that. Uh, and even if Netflix doesn't put it up, I think the networks uh, and their streaming services, whether it's CNN, Fox, uh, they all have their own kind of streaming apps. Uh, and if they could at least put it up there for people to watch these debates again, that would be nice. Um, but I do think that all Americans already know, well, at least the majority of Americans already know who they're voting for. I know I do. I already mailed in my absentee ballot yesterday, actually, uh, so the day after it arrived because uh, I'm registered to vote down in Harris County in Houston and uh, not out here. So I had to mail me my absentee ballot, filled it out the same day I got it, mailed it back the next day. So I'm officially voted, uh, and that's exciting. I'm definitely looking forward to the next two presidential debates. I think those are going to be just as exciting as the first one. Uh, but again, I really hope that they don't keep interrupting each other like that because that's extremely unprofessional. Uh, and then the vice presidential debate. We've got Vice President Pence and Senator Harris going head-to-head in the vice presidential debate. Should be very exciting. Uh, so I'm looking forward to watching that, too. They're both really good speakers, uh, and I look forward to seeing them debate. Um, vice President Pence and Tim Kaine in the 2016 election, their vice presidential debate was also very interesting. Uh, so I'm hoping to see some of the same uh, coming up this year. And then even more so than that, um, we've got a Texas Senate debate coming up between Senator Cornyn. Uh, he's been representing Texas as a senator since 2002. Uh, and the new challenger, MJ Heger, uh, who's a retired Air Force pilot. So that's her. Uh, she's got a lot of experience there. And uh, so hearing hearing those two people debate, I think, is also going to be really interesting. Uh, especially back in 2018, the Texas Senate debate between Senator Ted Cruz and uh, Congressional Representative Beto O'Rourke uh, was very interesting. Also, they also really got into it with each other, and there was some interrupting going on there. Um, and they, they're both really good speakers and, again, uh, very strong personalities. So it was incredibly interesting to hear from both of them and their debate. And it was on TV too, which was really nice. We could watch it on TV. Um, we actually, the next day in English class, uh, I was in AP English language and composition. Uh, we did a rhetorical analysis over the Texas Senate debate between uh, O'Rourke and Ted Cruz. And uh, so I think, you know, even if it's not just for even if you're not in Texas, if you want to watch it online or something just to listen to these people speak, uh, John Cornyn and MJ Heger, I think it'll be really interesting for you all um, and exciting. So local politics are very important also, uh, sometimes arguably more so than national politics just based on how they affect you more. Uh, so I think it would be nice to see some local debates uh, also, they've got a couple heated races down there in Houston. Um, so the Congressional District, Texas 2, uh, they've got Dan Crenshaw, the Navy SEAL, who got elected back in 2018, uh, and Seema Lajavardian, who worked with uh, Beto O'Rourke's campaign doing financial management stuff, uh, are running against each other down there in that election race. 
Uh, and so I, I think that both of them are also really interesting speakers and again, very strong personalities. And, uh, I would totally watch a debate between the two of them. I think that would be very valuable and interesting to see, uh, even though I don't, I don't live in that congressional district, so I can't vote for either of them anyway. I would still like to listen to both of them discussing the issues. Um, and I think that, that more than all of that, I think we can all agree that the only thing we're really looking forward to more than the next couple presidential debates are the Saturday Night Live interpretations of them. Uh, so Saturday Night Live is back this weekend, this Saturday, um, after they took their, their summer hiatus. Um, the next season coming back this Saturday, so I can't wait to see it. Uh, I'm really excited to see their interpretation of the debates. Uh, they kind of left off uh, earlier in the year after the Democratic primary debates, and those were always fun to watch on Saturday Night Live. I think they did a great job uh, kind of capturing the essence of each um, candidate in the debates and uh, bringing that to Saturday Night Live. So that should be really exciting to see um, them recap those debates. And uh, <laughs> it'll be even more interesting to see kind of how they how they dealt with uh, Trump joking about debating Chris Wallace and Trump and Biden interrupting each other all the time. Uh, so we'll just we'll see how it plays out. Your guess is as good as mine as to see what they're going to be doing. Um, all in all, pretty cool. It's October 1st. Don't forget, celebrate World Postcard Day. Uh, so it's, it's a great day to celebrate that. And uh, I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Don't forget, you can listen live Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. on TuneIn Radio and anytime on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You guys have a great weekend.